Welcome to Believe in the Entrepreneur, where the mission is to tell the story of the entrepreneur and how they overcame the obstacles in life and in business to get where they are today. All right, welcome to another episode of Believe in the Entrepreneur. Today, I've got a sweet treat for you. I've got Eric Mora in the house. How's it going, Eric? Oh, man. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me over, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Of course, of course. Um, so a little bit about Eric. So Eric is a real estate expert. He's been in the industry for over 15 years. Uh, is a family, has a family of uh, himself and four kids. Runs a team of 12 agents. Has three staff members and is a car enthusiast, uh, just like myself as well. So uh, definitely, you know, we want to pay close attention to what Eric's got to say because he has a lot of, lot of experience. So um, Eric, why don't we start, though, by telling me a little bit about yourself and, you know, how'd you got in, how'd you got into real estate? Man, uh, well, you know what? Uh, the real estate part, uh, it, it, it really was very strange, honestly. You know, it, I, like many of you guys, you know, I wasn't, my goal wasn't like getting real estate, right? Sell homes. Um, I was uh, just finished, you know, college. Came back, came back home. Uh, actually, my brother Alex and I were in the same boat. Um, we're like, man, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, we have a bachelor's degree, no job, no income, right? Right. Um, and uh, you know, one of the uh, I guess qualities that we both shared was that we had big dreams, right? We wanted to do something epic with our life. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was more of, um, you know, I was introduced to residual income uh, when I was uh, in college and that attracted me. And I'm like, man, how can I create residual income? Mm-hmm. I knew that um, insurance, right? Royalties, right? Create, create residual income, stocks as well, and real estate. Right. So I knew I had three vehicles to choose from and had no clue how to get started in any of them because I didn't know any, I didn't know anyone in those industries, right? So it was really, uh, more of a uh, faith in God of like, man, just lead me the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, doors, you know, did open. Uh, strangely, uh, my cousins, my, actually my cousin's girlfriend, we're at a party over the weekend and she's like, hey, aren't you in sales? Don't you, like, you know, once you don't want you, you want to get back into it? I'm like, well, yeah, I guess, of course. And you have to understand when I finished school, when I finished college, I kind of went through a little bit of a depression. So I wasn't, I was kind of lost, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't know what I wanted in life. I think a lot of us can relate to that. And, uh, yeah, it actually just led, that led to a, an appointment at a, just at a real estate office off of Brundage nice. here in Bakersfield, you know? <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, man, that's really where the door opened. Um, and, um, you know, it, it's been history since then. That's awesome. And so you said that, you know, you were introduced to residual income, which is, I thought was pretty cool. So like what, like who introduced you to residual income and like, you know, how did that light bulb click? Yeah, so uh, during college, um, you know, I was uh, I was in cell phone sales. I worked at the mall, the kiosk, right? Playing some good moves on some ladies, right? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And, uh, you know, I, I had a gentleman to show up, you know, come up to me and say, hey, um, how would you like to learn about residual income? You know, make all this money and retire early. I'm like, well, yeah, that sounds very interesting. You know, tell me more about that. And he said, well, you know, come to this meeting at 7 p.m., right? <laughs> right. Um, and uh, I show up, right? I do everything he's telling me to do. And man, like a, a light just switched, you know, I said, man, like, like, how do I, how do I get rich doing this? Right. Right. <laughs> uh, I was uh, 17 at the time, 17, 18 years old. And uh, that just made, it made total sense. I said, why go work, you know, nine to five when I can just go to work, you know, three hours a day and just really work it, build it uh, and build, you know, work one time and get paid repeated over and over again. 
Uh, so that just that model just I just soaked it all up, man. Even till today. <laughs> yeah. It's still uh, you know, it's the way I live. That's awesome that you had that like light bulb moment in the beginning of your life because most people that are in real estate, they're like hustling day to day, you know, just trying to get that next sale. Yeah. Right. But, but you kind of thought long term, right? Like, hey, yeah. you know, how am I gonna retire early? Um, you know, what am I gonna do to to basically be able to have something for myself that, you know, where I can retire and not have to work, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, and to go back with that, you know, it was actually multi-level market, right? MLM. Mm -hmm. You know, the pyramid schemes, right? Right. <laughs> I, I I saw nothing illegal about that. You know, I said, man, like, how can I how can I achieve that uh, lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. Sell you on lifestyle. And I said, I want every part of that. So as long as it's legal, right? Right. For sure. <laughs> uh, let me in. I want to know and do everything that I have to do to get there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, that's awesome. And so, I mean, now you've built it to, you know, you started just kind of yourself, just going to a local office on Brundage and fast forward to today. I mean, you got a huge team, 12 agents, three staff members. So like what, what, what was like the reason that you got to that level? Yeah. You know what? I, I was brought up in a uh, very, um, very good home, you know, uh, poor area of town. Uh, however, uh, parents were rich in faith, you know, I think they built us and, and taught us some, you know, good values, you know, of treating people right. Um, I think that still is, is still in me and my brothers, right? Our family. Um, and so, you know what, I, I've learned to just treat people right, treat people with, you know, uh, respect, uh, take care of everybody, right? The selling part is going to happen. However, you take care of people, they'll take care of you, right? Um, and, you know, just repeated that over the process, you know, years after years, you know, uh, my first four years in real estate were horrible. You know, I actually quit real estate my fourth year. Really? And um, came back at it with, you know, kind of a rebirth version of Eric Mora. So, uh, again, life was happening. You know, that light bulb turned on, um, came back with a very clear, uh, I guess, mission for me at that time. And, uh, you know, I got to a point where God has blessed me with so much work where I can bless other people with it. You know, I can teach people my kind of my, my mistakes, right? How I would do it differently if I could. For sure. I think, I think what, you know, stuck to me is that like, you know, you were kind of brought up to with good, you know, good values. Right. Yeah. And I think if you, Absolutely. if you have like that foundation of like treating people with respect and, and not really thinking of it as a sale, but instead of like, Hey, how can I help you and building that relationship? Yeah. I mean that it just like things just start to kind of go, into place yeah yeah absolutely i tell my guys now look just take care of people the doors will open you know the model the, the money will follow but just pour yourself into them you know give yourself you know every, everybody i say everybody every single phone call that comes in they're worth 30 minutes of your time right nothing's a waste of time for sure now you said that you after four years you know that it was horrible and you you ended up quitting yeah. basically and then there was a rebirth of eric moore so like what what, what was kind of your thought process during that time so, you know, I talked about uh, having a hard time early on right after college. I kind of went into another kind of pit, you know. This is, uh, so I got, I got into real estate in 2006. This is towards the, uh, you know, peak of the market. I, I didn't know anything about peaks and valleys or anything like that, right? Uh, so the market crashed, you know, uh, 2008, 2009. Um, you know, I was uh, caught up in some debt, right, while I was in college. And um, that really kind of just took a hit on me. You know, I was making no money. Obviously the market changed. So, uh, people were still buying and selling real estate. However, I was, uh, chasing the wrong puck. I mm. would say in real estate, actually I was in the lending side 
Oh, specific. really? Yeah, I was on the lending side. So banks were shutting down left and right. However, the real estate side was going, right? Investors were buying cash. Uh, I was missing out on that part of it because I was following the wrong mm. side of real estate. So, yeah, so I uh, got caught in debt. You know, I, I had to get a job to get a paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Um, luckily, I was still living with my parents at the time. And, and, you know, the debt wasn't as horrible as you think it is, right? But for me, it was. You know, I grew up in a home where... You know, you, you work for what you have, right? And you don't get loans for stuff, right? Right. You don't use credit. <laughs> um, so for me, that was a, a big problem. So I went and took care of matters, right? When I got a job back into the cell phone sales, uh, you know, world. And, and uh, yeah, I got a nine to five, man. You know, and yeah, cars got repoed. Everything got repoed. You had a kind of a clear slate at that point. Oh, wow. Right? Um, and so, yeah, man, I think at that point, you know, God was teaching me a lesson to, uh, you know, humble down, man, humble down, uh, uh, just kind of surrender to his plan, you know, and um, that taught me a lot, you know, it taught me a lot, again, went to a little bit of a depression at that point, too, just kind of, um, you know, comparing myself with where I, where I could have been at, you know, at, at this age, I would say that was, that was my biggest kind of um, comparison, you know, uh, to others, and uh, believe it or not, so during that time, I did have a license, right, I did pass my California uh, uh, licensing test, right? However, because of how real estate was conducted back then, no one really, you know, hung their license. So my license actually expired. Oh, wow. So um, when I got this job, uh, it was at T-Mobile over on the east side of town. Uh, I'm grateful for the people I met there, though. I should still keep in touch with them very well. Good friends uh, of mine. Uh, anyways, I, um, I I realized being at this job, man, I hated it, right? And um, I'm like, dude, there's got to be a better way. Right. And, and it was back, like reflecting back on me. I'm like, man, you were in a better way and you just, you lost it. Right. Yeah. So, um, I get back in right after three months at this job, I, uh, go back and I say, all right, man, I'm, I'm ready. You know, let, let me, you know, put me in coach. Right. Yeah. And, uh, fine. Now my lessons expired actually was not valid anymore. So uh -huh. I had to study all over again, go through all the courses. Um, you know, I had to work so hard to pass that test. You know, I had so many obstacles in the way that um you know just taking a darn test was so hard you know um but let me tell you man as soon as i walked out of that uh exam room man i bawled man literally i bawled to my car um i was driving a bucket at the time right <laughs> um and just it felt good driving back home man you know i just drove back in silent in silence and just reflected back on what it took to get back there you know and um I said, man, never again would I be in the spot, you know, ever again. Wow. I mean, when you talk about a rebirth, I mean, this is literally a rebirth. Like, you even had to take your license exam yeah. all over again. Yeah, yeah. Knew the early number, knew everything, right? <laughs> yeah, so literally, it was a, it was a rebirth, you know, bo both uh, spiritually uh, and, and both in just mindset-wise as well. Um, you know, um, cut, out, cut out a lot of circles that I had as well, you know, uh, friends and groups. Um you know, just, I, I, I was kind of tired of my own shit. Yeah. Excuse me. About no, no, you can go for it. Yeah. I was just kind of tired of my own stuff, you know, and you got to a point, I got to a point where I'm like, dude, that's it. Like enough is enough. Like I'm tired of being broke. Like yeah. I'm, I'm never going to be here again. Like let's go chase that residual, uh, philosophy again. Right. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So I call it the rebirth of Eric Mora. Right. I think we all go through different rebirth versions of ourselves throughout life. Right. Uh, reinventing ourselves throughout time and um yeah that was 2010 and i still remember it as it was if it was yesterday 
it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. And, and so that, that's kind of a fear I have of ever, i never want to get back there again. I, I know what got me there and it's very clear of what I need to do to stay out of that area. Right. For out sure. That's so, I mean, you, you were pretty, it sounds like you were pretty successful back in like when the market was, you know, it was booming, but then it crashed. But then, you know, you probably didn't have like your ducks in a row that you lost. Or, so like, what right. did, what did you learn from that experience that now helped you kind of become who you are today? Yeah. Well, you know what, well, I guess what attracted me to real estate was a lifestyle too, right? People in town driving some nice cars and, and I wanted that. Right. So the little success I did have, which was very small, you know, I, I tried to, I blew it. Right. Mm. I, I, I didn't save any money. Um, I went about the nice car. Right. Mm -hmm. I was trying to look good. Right. And have a good time. However, um, yeah, you know, now I know you always got to have, have some ready for a rainy day. Right. For sure. Um, so, um, again, luckily I didn't have the big debt that every, you know, a lot of people did have at the time. So it wasn't that bad. I look at it now. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't too bad. You know, However, for me, it was, you know, and for my family, it was to prove to my parents that what they raised was better, you know. Um, yeah, so the little success I did have, I learned from it saying, uh, you know, save the money, you know, pay your taxes, um, uh, you know, invest in real estate. I had no investments. Um, you know, I, I, I was investing all the wrong things, you know, so and I was chasing kind of everything that came at me. So, um, you know, now it's more of a you know, stick to stick to your lane, man, you know. For sure. lane. And there's different versions of sticking in your, you know, staying in your lane. However, you know, be very clear what you want, you know, write it down, be very clear of it. Let everybody know about it, your family, especially, and let them know that you need the true support. Yeah. You know process. what? It's interesting because like when people start business and they taste a little bit of success, you know, they start yeah. to kind of buy things <laughs> like <They're> that. <balling. laughs> yeah. It's like, man, I'm going to buy that nice car, the nice yeah. watch, you know, but, but really, you know, having like, reserves you know super important because you never know what's going to happen i mean that's one of the things that i do as a cpa it's like you know i don't just do taxes i give financial advice you know i'm not a financial yeah. advisor but it's like i can still tell you like why don't you have three months of reserves in your bank like you're literally living almost paycheck to paycheck even though you're you know supposed to be a business owner or independent contractor right. like so is this like stuff that you teach to your agents yeah now i do and so so um so what I'm teaching now is, is I'm teaching kind of for my mistakes, right? Um, I, I, uh, I blame myself for, you know, falling at that point because um, I didn't have mentors. Right? I didn't reach out to people. I didn't ask questions. I assumed that I knew it all, right? Um, YouTube wasn't around back then yet. Right. <laughs> right. So I felt that, um, you know, just my own knowledge was enough, right, that I knew it. So and it, it failed, right? It, it was very clear I didn't know what I was doing. And I felt that my hustle would kind of push me through even through hard times. But uh, even, you know, at that time, even very good people, you know, fell apart. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, so my team now, uh, we have a, you know, transition period where, uh, you know, we do take on, you know, agents or uh, aspiring agents, right, that work at a, you know, at, at a job. We have a plan even to get into real estate. Nice. I, don't, I don't allow any of my guys to come in and just quit their jobs and do real estate overnight. Nice. That's, that's not going to work. We build a financial plan. Of like, this is how much you're going to make. This is how we're going to do it. Uh, give me three months, you know, of dedication. And then, yes, maybe we can make a plan to, you know, leave your job, you know, after a certain period of time. Okay. Um, if that job is a great job, meaning it's uh, <laughs> it's got great networking uh, sources, I'm going to say, hey, look, stay actually there. Like maybe cut down the hours, maybe part-time it, and then go heavy on the real estate side. That's there's, awesome. There's benefits in 
just different. It depends on how you look at it, right? Yeah, I mean, so you've become into like a leader, you know, like you you went through these hard times, like you had a rebirth of Eric Mora, you know, now it's like if someone is thinking of getting into real estate, like they don't have to go through the same mistakes that you did, right? Right, right. We can speed up that kind of, uh, I mean, I don't believe in shortcuts, right? However, uh, when you can learn from a mentor, right, uh, man, you can get so far much ahead quicker, okay? So, um, yeah, so I'm teaching them how to prospect the correct way, how to have different pillars, meaning different avenues of leads coming in, right? Um, how to save their money when they get a check, right? How much to put away for taxes, uh, how to, how much to put back away for their own investments, so their own, uh, you know, their own real estate, right? Which is the best real estate, right? The one between your two, two years, right? Yep. Um, and also, uh, home, you know, house, home expenses. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah, so my guys, uh, you know, I, I feel my guys should get into real estate, stay in real estate and not have to leave. Right. There's a very high dropout ratio, uh, for new real estate agents, right? Right. It's like 92% of brand new licensees like quit their first like nine months. Wow. And I know exactly why. And I'm here to uh, fix that. <laughs> nice. So uh, if you're, if you're having, if you're a new agent and you're having trouble or you want to succeed, hit up Eric Mora. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm always open and uh, Jimmy, you know, you can find me on IG, Facebook, uh, reach out to me. We'd love to uh, share my knowledge. For sure. So I got a couple of questions, Eric, about like the market right now, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, during the pandemic, like interest rates just dipped. Everybody was refinancing their properties, trying to lock in those low interest rates. Mm-hmm. But then the market, like the, the the prices on real estate were just skyrocketing up. And now interest rates are starting to go up as well. So like for someone that's thinking of buying like and they're seeing those interest rates go up, like what is your advice to someone who's thinking about buying a house? Well, um, I say, look, don't focus so much on the number. You know, it, the the numbers never look pretty, right? Um, however, look at, can I afford it? Ask yourself, can I afford it? Right? It, it becomes more about affordability. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you can't afford it, yeah, maybe don't don't buy it, right? Figure out a better plan. However, you're still going to rent. And the rent's going up as much as rates and mortgages are as well. So you're still going to pay it either way. However, create a better plan to be able to afford, afford that home, right? Uh, maybe that home is not you know, the big, you know, two-story, five-bedroom home right away. Uh, maybe we work towards it with the starter plan. So I, I, I educate my clients on, let's buy what we could afford now, okay? And the key word is afford. Right. And then we'll get, we get to the I wish home eventually, okay? I love that. Uh, yeah, and as far as market, you know, Bakersfield, uh, you know, is, we're the number two most affordable city in California. Yeah. So move to Bakersfield. So, I, you know, <laughs> when, when I'm out at conventions right nationwide conventions i say i'm in bakersfield right i'm the uh, the texas in california (laughs) (laughs) right um and it makes sense you know um and not only that but i mean we have la just down south the bay area right up north you know those guys are always looking for affordability Mm -hmm. and stay in california so i think we're i mean just a huge opportunity right here in the valley yeah i mean we can see that even just the amount of construction that's being done that's like there's this Every single land is there's new development. I mean, there's just it's crazy. You see people pop, you know, the population is increasing. Yeah, and I think uh, you know Bakersfield and other cities like us around the country will thrive, even with rates you know changing, just because affordability becomes the the need, right? So when you must do what you got to do, you'll move. Okay, people move and migrate for different reasons, but I think affordability is key, and that would drive more people to. Towns like Bakersfield. 
I love that because, you know, that's a great way to analyze real estate because it's about what you can afford, right? And right. and in real estate, you know, it, it has its ups and downs, but in the long term, it goes up in value. Yeah, it's a great, uh, great vehicle for investing. You know, um, you can never really lose with real estate. Uh, again, if you focus on affordability, right, even as an investment, if you buy an investment, buy something you can afford in case of, you know, bad times happen, you can still make the payment. Um, that whether that investment is eighty thousand dollars or eight hundred thousand, it's gonna grow. Right. It's gonna grow eventually. So again, it's long term game. You're not gonna get rich overnight. <laughs> right. Uh, it's anything great takes time to build. For sure. And I think if if people understand that, hey, if you can afford this this payment, then it's the right move to make because you're protecting in in other in other ways, you know, your dollar from inflation. Correct. Because I mean, real estate's gonna go up, and it's like if you leave that money to bank now, you can't afford like the same house that you could have afforded two years ago. Right. Right. Exactly. And there's a, there's a couple ways of analyzing someone's, uh, you know, home expenses, right? There's a few ways of going solar, right? There's, you can save money on certain things. Um, you know, my last home was a 1950s, uh, home, you know, here in older part of town. And, um, you know, my PG&E bill was pretty high. <laughs> right. So I assumed that moving to a bigger house, it was going to be a bigger PG&E bill. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was wrong. Right. This newer home, is much well insulated. And I mean, just the savings there alone, even without solar period, just made sense, you know, to make a bigger payment on the mortgage. That's awesome. So, I mean, people forget to even consider like the other costs, right? Yeah. Like utilities. It's yep. like, oh, you like, oh, I can't afford that monthly payment. But it's like, hey, well, your utility bill is going to go down by yeah, exactly. three, four hundred bucks or whatever it is. Exactly. Not, not only that, but mindset wise, right? Moving, right? When you drive out of a <laughs> nice garage or a nice driveway, you're going to leave a lot more inspired to go make some more money, right? <laughs> 100%. Yeah. I mean, how important is mindset, do you think? Because, I mean, you, you talked about, like, you know, the real estate in, in between, you know, both yeah, sides. Yeah, the best real estate, right, we can invest in is the one between your ears, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, my, mindset is huge. And I think part of my, my uh, you know, upbringing and, you know, falling, you know, it has to do with mindset. Um, you know, you have to understand, I, I grew up in a home where my parents, uh, you know, migrated from, Mexico, they came here for farm labor um, and still kind of did it throughout our childhood. And so it, it really wasn't about mindset. You know, they could only teach us what they, what they know, which was hard work. Right. And I think that's what they taught us very well. And so I think um, if I would have reached out and poured more into my mindset early on, I think, you know, Eric would be <laughs> uh, Eric Morris Dale, right? But just uh, you know, a little different um, you know, outcome, right? Right. So mindset's huge. You know, I think uh, mindset is, uh, I think you should set a budget just for that, you know, alone. You mm-hmm. know, if you can't, if you get, if you can't buy an investment home in real estate and, you know, invest in your mind, you know, buy the books, buy the, you know, seminars, um, you know, do all, do all that good investing in your mind first before you go out and put some money in the market. 100%. And Educate if someone, yourself. if someone is like, you know, you, you went through these hard times where, you know, you hit depression and then if someone's, you know, just starting out, I could imagine the amount of like pressure that someone has like as a new agent. So like what, what recommendation do you have to like feed your mind for that way you have the right mindset? <clears throat> well, you know, I, I like to look at it at this angle. Okay. I think a lot of people like to think, Hey, what do I need to add? However, ask yourself, what do I need to delete? Mm. Right. I think we, we add so much on us, especially in this era. Right. Cut all the shit out. Yeah. One of the things I did on my upcoming, right, um, was I, I cut my social media. Nice. Right? And everyone was like, hey, you're in real estate. You need it. 
I'm like, no, like people that love and trust me and they know where to reach me. I have a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. Right. Real estate has done very well, even without social media over all the years. True. Um, you know, I just cut a lot of stuff out, you know, so instead of adding, maybe delete, you know, delete some phone numbers from the phone book. <laughs> yep. I think those are some of the tougher uh, things to do versus adding. I think that's so important because most people, like you said, they think about, oh, what can I do or can I add? But it's like analyze what you're consuming. Like, hey, why am I even spending time doing things that are bringing me down? Yeah. Like this is not helping me grow. You just said it. You said time, right? We all have 24 hours. We spend those hours very different. So what are you doing in those 24 hours? Right. Um, And delete and open up your schedule so that you have more for that and otherwise you kind of get spread which i think happened to me right i spread myself so thin right so wide that it just eric got lost yeah it makes sense so bringing it bringing them back in right you got to make the time <laughs> to invest in your mind so that way your mind can help you grow yeah it, it, it said and i live by this it says you know uh um, you know dump your your gold into your mind i'm sorry it says dump your purse into your mind your mind will feed your purse with gold Ooh. And that's so true. I mean, uh, I think that your environment, I mean, like you said, you went the house, if you have the nicer house, it pushes you to even, you know, just feel better. I mean, your environment, even car enthusiasts. I mean, I used oh, yeah. to see vehicles as like a bad thing because I, you know, I'm a CPA and it's <laughs> like, they depreciate, they go down in value, but not until I like bought myself like a, the nice red Corvette. I'm like, man, I want to like go out there and just like meet new people, start this podcast. It just yeah, pushes absolutely. me to do like, you know, better, big and better things. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree hundred percent with that. You know, I, I feel that, um, you know, I've, I've always been a, uh, engine fanatic, you know, I just, I love how machines work and especially, you know, uh, domestic, just muscle, you know, power, right. And, um, you know, that kind of got the interest into the cars right now. It's obviously, you know, the brands and all that's pretty cool. How, however, you know, our bodies, our mind work the same way, you know, if you invest, right. Yeah, your, your body can also lose value, <laughs> right? Right. However, you take care of it, you feed it, you service it, it's actually going to bring more. <laughs> For sure. So cars are the exact same way. If you look at it at the economic level, yeah, this, it's a worst, worst investment or one of the worst investments you can make, right? Right. However, it can, it can pay you for it. It can pay forward. 100%. I think, again, it goes back, can I afford it, right? right. Exactly. And if you can afford it, you know, it's going to help and it's going to help your mindset. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Absolutely. It does help, you know, the network grow as well. You know, you get to meet, you know, doors open as well. Um, I used, I used it, I use it as a networking tool, uh, which I've met some very good friends, uh, very good clients now, and um, we share a very similar bond, which is pretty cool. It's not a really about bragging, right? What you drive, but it's like, hey, we share something common, and uh, let's go enjoy it <laughs> for sure. And I think that's why, like, even just who you surround yourself with is super important because that also helps your mindset. Like, if Absolutely. You, they, they, you know, that saying says, tell me who your five friends are and I'll tell you who you are. So it's like you got to delete people from your phone book if they're not helping you. It's like consider who your friends are yeah. because that's going to influence who you become. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I, you know, at that moment, you know, I, I also had learned, you know, they say you hang around with five broke people, you become broke. You hang around five wealthy people, you eventually develop habits, right, that they that they have. Yeah. So that's, I I actually started right there. I started deleting, you know, and I, I love, you know, I love people. And, you know, if you're out there listening, you know, you know who I'm talking about. You know, I, I got much love for you guys, you know, and you guys know the time is there for you guys as well. However, you know, family, life, it's, it's, it's a lot more valuable. That's awesome.
That's awesome. Now, um, you know, some of the things that I deal with too is, you know, there's people that want to buy homes, but sometimes they don't like necessarily report everything on their tax return, especially those that are like working on the cash basis and stuff. And like, you know, I always tell my clients like, Hey, you know what? There's ways to report all your income and still pay like nothing in taxes. Like, why is it that Donald Trump, you know, millionaire paid $0 in taxes. Amazon made $11 billion in tax in profits and paid $0 in taxes. And then it's like, you guys are, you know, not educated to make those decisions. So like, you know, if someone is, trying to qualify for a home and they're on, you know, they're doing things like that. Like what, what do you recommend to someone that wants to buy a house, but they necessarily or maybe are afraid to not report their income. They're just not educated yet. So like, what do you recommend to those uh, individuals? Yeah. You know, I would say again, anything good is going to take hard work, you know? So yeah. So saving money for taxes, it's going to be uncomfortable, right? However, that reward of achieving the home is well worth it, right? Everybody wants the American dream, right? Of home ownership. However, yeah, it's going to take work. So, yeah, it's going to take you sacrificing and changing the way you spend and save money in your business. Um, and if you don't know how to do it, like, go ask. You know, I think a lot of people feel silly asking questions, right? Um, and I think I do a very good job inviting people to bring questions to me. Um, and so if, if they can just ask the right questions and meet the right people, um, I think we can solve that. You know, it's very simple. It's a very simple, I'd say, uh you know, Twitch to their systems already. I mean, they have great products, great business ideas, and just a way of managing that cash flow a different way. I think someone like you yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, sit down with them, explain, you know, 20, 30 minutes, how it can work for them. Right. They'll want more. Right. Yeah. I think in what you said, you know, it's like, you know, it sounds like you're very approachable, right? You, you grew up with these good values, like building relationships, which I think that explains to me why you've built this, you know, team of 12 agents, because it's like, people look up to you, right? And then they, they see that, you know, they, they're not scared to ask you those questions that yeah. they might be afraid to. And it's like, hey, Eric, you know, I, I don't even have to ask you, but just by this conversation, I could tell that you're a role model for a lot of people. And so, I, you know, that's, that's awesome. I think that if someone can do that and become a leader, and I think that is probably one of the biggest fulfillments in life. Yeah, and I hope, I hope so, man. I feel, I feel our world needs more leaders, you know? Um, I, I did get inspired by a gentleman, you know, early on. And, and this guy was the most wealthiest person, you know, I, I knew at the time. And, you know, he was, he was humble, man. <laughs> nice. And, and, you know, I, I could ask him anything and he was just, just giving, you know, and I'm like, man, like, like, that's cool. So, you know, I, I've kind of taken all those valuable, you know, goals and I'm just building off of that now, you know, and not just, uh, it, what's cool about it is that it's kind of bringing me out. Like it's Eric, you know, that's really who I am. And, you know, it, it's fun. It's easy. It's, I'm not faking anything. It's just, it comes natural. You know, I might not be this like shark <laughs> right. sales agent and you don't have to be, you know, I'm, I'm the farmer versus the hunter. Yeah. And, you know, I would, I would take that route all day long. I love it. And I think, you know, even with the nice cars and like, you know, you met some, a wealthy one, a wealthy individual who was actually really humble. I think that's so important because as you start to gain success, it's, you know, your ego can start to build up a little bit. And it's like, you have to remember to stay grounded on your feet and remember like where you started, because there's going to be other people that are in that same situation. And if you can, what I've realized in, in my experience is like, if you build other people to become who you are, you as an individual start to get rewards. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the abundance mentality, man. You know, um, I think so many people live, live in fear and scarcity that, you know, their, their secret, right. Right. Is going to be stolen. Right. Well, yeah, it doesn't work that way, man. You know, you, 
you pour out, you know, and yeah, some people will take advantage of it. It's all right. And some people will take off with it. And, and that's the most rewarding part. 100%. Yeah, you hit it home right there. Uh, so tell me a little bit about, you know, what do you expect, you know, 2023, 2024 and beyond, like Eric Mora, Eric Mora's team, like what do you envision? Yeah. So, uh, you know, real estate offers many avenues, you know, and because of my continuous uh, coaching and, and, and networking, right, um, I uh, opened up another door to real estate. You know, uh, I've opened the development avenue. Nice. Um, and so for us, for Team Eric Mora, um, it's really about building this the next half of Bakersfield, really, you know. That's awesome. Um, there's so many people moving here, right? We need homes. We need shopping centers. We need uh, hospitals. We need clinics, schools, right? Um, I have some strong partnerships with the cities uh, here in the Central Valley. Um, and so we are going to help bring homes and actually build them, create the streets, create the infrastructure from scratch. And uh, my team will be right there for, the, for that homeowner. Nice. To help from A to Z. So not only can you help them buy a home, but they can actually live in a home that you built. Yeah, exactly. And go to the grocery store that we built. Oh, there we go. The gas station that we built. <laughs> there we go. The whole community. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, so uh, I, I've, I feel very lucky, very blessed for meeting this individual. I do want to give him a shout out. You know, he goes by just the guy, right? <laughs> but he uh, took me under his wing uh, here the last three years, and uh, he's taught me so much. Uh, he didn't have to. Um he does very well for himself already, and, you know, I'm just soaking everything in. I'm, I'm back to that student, you know, um, years, right? So uncomfortable to be back at the book studying. However, that's me again. Um, and, you know, I think if you stay in that mindset, right, that phase one of always being in the trenches learning, man, sky's the limit. That's awesome. And uh, one last question. You mentioned Bakersfield is the second most affordable city in California. California. So what's number one? You know, it's in Dinkity town, like way up there, like like near Eureka, like border to Oregon. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah, nowhere. So I think because of the uniqueness in the Central Valley in California, yeah, it does make Bakersfield number two. However, we're right behind some towns that you wouldn't ever think of. Like they're a little bit pricier than Bakersfield. Really? Yeah. So Visalia, Fresno, uh, Madeira, all those towns are actually a little bit a little bit, a little bit more expensive than Bakersfield. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and so Bakersfield's way under, you know, it's way, yeah, it's good time. <laughs> I, I love it too because it's only in. like a couple hours from the beach, a couple, you know, four hours from Vegas, a couple hours from LA. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 centrally located to, to a lot of things. So that's yeah, cool. yeah, a lot of a lot of large corporations are looking to relocate to Bakersfield. You know, uh, they're just over the hill. A little drive over here will make business sense, uh, also growth sense as well. Nice. Now, if someone wants to, you know, buy a house, how do they get in contact with either you or your team? Yeah. So uh, my team is available. Uh, we have a uh, 24-7 line. <laughs> wow. Uh, 661-463-8186. My team is ready to answer your phone call. Okay. Uh, also, uh, you can follow me on IG. I'm Eric Mora. Uh, Facebook, Eric Mora uh, with the C, no K. Um, yeah. And we have a full residential team ready to, you know, ready to service you guys. You know, they're just like Eric, a piece of me. Um, we're very careful who we bring on to the team. So uh, must believe you're going to get the best version of me, that, younger, a younger version. <laughs> that's awesome. And so there really, there's no excuses. 24-7, doesn't matter what time of the day. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. We, we take very, uh, we're huge uh, supporters of that system. And, uh, you know, we, we feel that if you can't provide the Amazon experience, 
in real estate for the next ten, in the next two years, you'll be out of business. Yeah, you have to focus to on that client experience twenty four seven. Yeah, you have to adapt to the markets. You know, um, it's not about the who's the strongest survives; it's about who adapts survives. One hundred percent adaptability. Adaptability. That's right. So, uh, Eric, um, you know, I think that you've been really valuable. I think for listeners on my show, I mean, I think they're going to get a lot of this and hopefully they can hit you up either on that, that cell phone number or that contact number that you provided and, and follow you on IG as well. But is there anything that maybe I may, may have missed that maybe you want our listeners to know? Uh, yeah, you know what? I would say if you're chasing, you know, your dream, uh, your passion, you know, the, the, the way to win really is to, you know, have a very good support system at home. You know, I think that's where a lot of us, you know, fail. Um, it don't have to be at home. It could be, you know, two, three good friends, right? Uh, for me, it's, uh, you know, my wife and my family. Um, you know, uh, my wife has supported me, you know, through good and bad times, even before we got married. And that's, you know, that's all I really need, you know, to move mountains, like they say, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, my parents as well, you know, their love, their support. You know, even through, through through the hard times in that first four years, uh, that financial support, right, that backing, they didn't back me up with money. However, they backed me up with, you know, home-cooked meals. Yeah. <laughs> I weren't bad to go back to, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really, yeah, that's huge, you know. So, um, you know, I think, again, in any, you know, uh, opportunity you get out there, if you want to really survive and really make it work, you have to sacrifice and, and have that support system, you know, right there in your back pocket at home, you know, in your heart. Yeah, that's, I think you hit it home. Like, especially for me, I mean, I got my wife, my, my two little girls. I mean, to me, it's like, I work a lot, but I get home and they just fill up my cup and it's like, I just feel like reborn every time I go see them again. Yeah. No, I applaud my wife for, you know, taking up a lot of that, what I've done over the years. And I've told her, Hey babe, trust me, (laughs) you know, we'll be retiring soon. Just kidding. Yeah. I I don't know when I'll retire, man. But, uh, um, yeah, no, it's, um, no, I, I, I love that, man. I think, uh, that just the confidence that comes with that. It's huge, you know, so you can't show up to a um, sales floor or a showroom and with, with low confidence expect to win, you know. Uh, there's other things that can give you confidence. I understand that. However, for me, and I think if you can relate, you know, having that support at home is, is very important. 100%. Well, you know what, Eric, thank you for being a guest on Believing the Entrepreneur Podcast. It's been a pleasure having you on. I mean, you, there's so many golden nuggets that hopefully our listeners can get from it. And hopefully if it, someone wants to buy a house, hit up Eric Mora. Yeah, yeah. Real estate, uh, whether you want to buy, invest, uh, get involved in real estate, uh, invest in the development chapter here of uh, our team, reach out to me. We'd love to show you what we're doing. Actually, I'm going to show you here in a little bit. Cool. What we have under construction right now. I love it. All right, hit up Eric Mara for anything real estate related, investing, buying, purchasing, you know it.